Today is April 24th, and the Red Sox ruling has been given. They're getting punished so bad. We're going to talk all about that. We're going to take your voicemails. We're going to have some fun. We're going to do a lot of talking yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you so much for tuning in on this fine Friday in April. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from the city of New York. And I have Jake also coming from the city of New York. New York City. Jake, how are you doing? Doing well. James, Hamas, BBD. Um... 6.09 p.m., BBD's favorite time of day, just took Noodle out. He did a nice dookie in the streets of New York. Um, got my heating pad on my, I think it's officially moved from my back to my shoulder, my injury, so that's good. Um, and, yeah, again, getting excited for the NFL draft about two hours out. Ooh, uh, I just got a very, a Spotify just sent me, a banner ad that says reminder, take a break. Here's some calming music to help you find your Zen. Fuck yourself. Spotify. What a rip. Tell me what to do. Get off my ass about it. Spotify. Yeah. Right. Was, come on. That's why, you know, I, you know, I don't work with them. Back off. We're on Spotify. That's someone's What's going on over on there. Spotify right now. I'm good, man. I'm good. Katie and I just did a workout together, and I think I scared her because of how miserable I got mm. um, and angry. Not at her, just at myself. It's just like uh, I told her afterwards, I said, hey, like I want to keep doing these with you, but it's up to me to like try and beat this. I, I apologize. It's just a vicious cycle of just like, so mad at myself. Like if someone was to hear my inner dialogue while I'm doing this at home workout video, they'd be, they'd be, they'd, they'd be, wor- they'd be sending me Spotify messages. Maybe Spotify fucking was in my brain and they told me I needed to zen. Yeah. So yeah. not fun. I, I get it, man. There's, there's something, uh, you know, I'm, I, I like some nice stuff, but I, I wouldn't say I'm bougie. I, I, but one of the things I am bougie about is a workout. I, I like a nice gym or a good workout class, a nice nice yoga studio. Like I just can't turn on a YouTube video and like do yoga or something like that. Like my brain just doesn't operate that way. So yeah, the at-home workouts aren't real existing over here. Um, not that I kind of could right now because I'm still in decent amount of old man pain but yeah uh over 30 not looking good for me wow yeah it's just I'll, I'll, I'll keep you updated we'll see like hopefully on week two if i get to week two i've never gotten a week two of a workout plan of my life in my entire life it's like i wish i could go play hockey still there's a rink right, right. by me in the neighborhood like that is something that you play and while playing it it helps you stay in shape right like you know that's something that my brain understands just like being miserable. Well, some people enjoy working out and that's good for them. I wish I did. I don't. 
This episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by Raphael Cohen mm. and Michelle King. Thank Squad. you. Yeah, this might be a matchmaking situation. Raphael and Michelle may get together eventually. Uh, that's what happens when you co-sponsor an episode. So we'll see if that comes to fruition. I'm rooting for them. As always, those are our most two two most recent Patreons on patreon.com slash Yanks. Got some people hanging out in the live chat. I appreciate them saying hi, chilling with us. And Jake. I don't know what I was going to say. So I was going to explain the episode a little bit. We are going to take some voicemails because we do voicemails. So we had a lot of voicemails. Probably going to do half hour voicemails. And then on the back end of this show, we're going to talk about the Red Sox ruling and the punishments that were doled out to the Red Sox. But a little bit different, we're going to put the conversation we had with Trevor Plouffe on our podcast, Talking Baseball. We did a full half hour, the three of us, because that is a broader MLB topic. Um, and we're going to put that in here, kind of cross-promote, cross, cross promote, but it's Jake and I talking um, about it with Trevor Plouffe. And just kind of also just a nice way to let you guys know that if you're interested in the bigger, broader baseball discussions that aren't niche Yankees, if you're uh, like the general baseball talk, we've been doing really good things over on our other channel, Talking Baseball. Uh, We've had a lot of professional players come and sit down with us. We've had Jack Flaherty, pitcher for the Cardinals, Brian Dozier, um, Reese Hoskins from the Phillies. Uh, I'm going to blank on. We had Jason Kendall, who should have been a Hall of Famer if he didn't get injured. Um, who else have we had? Kipnis. A lot of dudes, yeah. Melville. We're doing a lot of stuff. So uh, if you haven't checked those out and you're interested, go check them out. But that'll be the back end of the show. We did a whole 30 minutes on it. It's really good. And uh, instead of Jake and I just repeating the exact same conversation, um, we're just going to, you know, throw it in there. And you get Trev's point of view, and he's an MLB guy. So. That's what we're going to do there. So Yeah, I, I think the the bigger note is kind of at the end because these, <laughs> these Boston sanctions have been coming for three months or whenever Manfred first mentioned it. And uh, if you and I talked about it on Talking Baseball today, which we did, I think we'd be here on the show being like, yeah, you know, oh, they punished that guy. And yet we knew this wasn't going to be a real punishment. And I think you you guys will get a – a conversation with some spirit instead of us worn out. Yeah. A spirited convo. It was a spirited convo. We all said good things. So, but this is the voicemail episode. Also, we need to start cross promoting all the things we do at the network anyway, since talking Yanks is one of our, it's our flagship program. You, a lot of people that are listening to this have been with us from the very start. And, um, uh, a little behind the scenes, Jake and I are terrible at promoting ourselves. Just absolutely awful. It's kind of the one thing that the investors and the people that have gotten involved with this company are like, why don't you tell people what you guys do? And are like, ah, we just annoy people. So we like never and ask for that's a review. Why I, and that's why I'm saying, I think we mentioned talking baseball and I don't even think we go into mentioning like JJR or we mention even the stuff like talking folk. Like, I don't think we mentioned that right now. Yeah. Um, okay. We don't mention I that mean, we've been watching every single World Series from 1972 no. on, on YouTube and reacting to it and talking about the players. And 
we did the whole 90s dynasty. We watched games from 96, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2003. I mean, yeah, that's stuff that, you know, people that have invested into our company tell us, why don't you tell people about the things you do? And we say, because we're bad at that. We don't like ourselves enough. So we're not going to tell you about it today, but we might tell you coming up that, you know, there's a lot of different stuff that you could find us on. Yeah. Yeah. Be, get, get, yeah. Get prepared to Podcast. be annoyed with just how much we tell you about all the other ventures, but big baby I mean, David's personal Instagram is Finstagram. It's Finstagram. It's a dolphin app. No, no, no. It's a fake Instagram, Jake. You're not in the know. Oh, oh, I didn't know you were spelling it with a PH because those are two different apps. I w- oh, noodle turning. Yep. All right. He- yep. Here's the first voicemail. Hey, guys, it's Gary again calling from Frederick, Maryland. I don't know about you, but I've become addicted to playing this year's MLB The Show game, and I just passed the trade deadline as the Yankees. Uh, Gary Sanchez wasn't doing too hot defensively, so I traded two double-A prospects for Buster Posey from the Giants and sent Higashioka to triple-A because apparently he didn't meet the uh, maximum amount of waivers yet. Also called up uh, Jordan Montgomery and put him in the starting uh, rotation and put Hap in the bullpen to have another lefty in the bullpen at my disposal. My question is, if you guys were in charge of trades and call-ups for the Yankees, what moves would you make this season or next? Go Yankees. Pretty huge. Hey, guys. Rick Romanelli from Pensacola, Florida. Calling in. Got a question for you both. Jake, my paisan, I hope you're feeling better. Hope keep, keep that back going with the showers, bro. I had a back problem, too. I know you're in pain. Hey, uh, just curious, if you guys were offered an opportunity to announce a Yankees game at the stadium, you and Jake both, uh, what uh, co-host would you pick from the current staff of all the gentlemen that currently work in the Yes Network and announce uh, wonderfully? Who would you want in there? Uh, I'm assuming Michael Kay being the uh, alpha dog that he is, him and Jimmy in the same booth together would be a little bit interesting. But uh, anyway, love to hear what you'd come up with. Hope you guys stay well. Bye. Great question, Rick from Florida. And BBD, Mark Florida off the map. I know that it's an obvious one, but just I hope you have like a, a map.com up and you can just, there has to be a website where you can just put an X over a state or a country. Go on map.com right now. Just please go to map.com, BBD, and cross them all off. Anyway, that's a great question from Rick. I was assuming that would you do I have to do do we have to do play by play cuz I'd rather do so, color. So I think that's what's going on here that makes it difficult because if we're both in the booth, you can only really add one more and that's problematic. So we might have to we might have to split. Um because yeah, I think yeah, if we eat, like I we get a day get a, and you get the next day and who chooses. Yeah, how about it's a double header? I'll I'll take the day game, you can have the night game beautiful bitch <laughs> um do i have to do play-by-play because i'd rather choose michael to do play-by-play and i do color with coney yeah so that's that's the problem i mean you need a play-by-play person which basically brings you down to i mean you could have ruko in there um because uh, i the who are the only guys that do play-by-play it's k ruko and singleton some games right mm-hmm 
Um, Nay, Ruka, Flash does it sometimes. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I want uh, I want K in there because um, I mean he's got the play by play and the conversation, I and mean, you can he, lean on him, dude. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah, I think you know Cone is tempting for me, but I I probably want to be in there with Polio for a game. Um, just because I, I think we could get lost together. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I think, I think I'd become a spectator with O'Neal because I just want to be, like, listening, you know? So I'd just be right. like, what's, uh, what's Paulie doing? See, what? I'd be poking I'd, the bear I, I, a little bit. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be feeding. I'd be feeding. I'd be putting pellets into the, into the stove. I, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd just... I'd be so interested in O'Neal's not what he does when he's not calling, when he's not talking. Like, what's he eating? How does he sit? Yeah. Does he actually watch the game? Right. Or, you know, all that stuff. I think I, I'd choose Ruko or, or Kay as play-by-play, and then I'd do, I'd do color commentary. If I'm doing, if I have to do play-by-play, then I'd choose Coney and O'Neal. There's not... There's only so many answers. There's a lot of there's a lot of instant like nah. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, if you're going two man booth, there's a case for Singleton. Um, cause no, there's no way. I mean, I like Kenny, hey, but I the, the man's a pro's pro. He he can do play by play and he can do color well. Um, and I don't know if we're just two man in it. Like I feel like. If we're doing two man, I feel like Kay would end up looking at us like either shut the hell up or like talk. Um, I feel like Kenny Singleton could do the dance. Here's what I do: I go me and Michael two man booth, right? And I'd we'd rotate play by play in color, and then I'd make him judge me after every play because okay. that would be a lot of fun. Kay, what you think about that one? How'd I do? It'd be fun for you. The watchers would hate that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't care about the audience. This is like fantasy yeah, camp for me. Okay. Maybe I'll just invite Kay to a game and do this. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty, pretty beautiful in the, uh, the, the old games on, yes, the, some of the playoff games that uh, Kay Sterling. and Sterling do that. Yeah, and it's, it's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Did you want to make any Can trades? I go? But that's another not talking situation. What's that? Say it again. Can I go with Sterling and Sue's? Because I—that's th- another. Oh, you're a, spe- you're a spectator. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. don't even talk. But I might be fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I'd love to go in a booth and just witness. Right? Be interesting. Um, did you want to make any trades for the first caller? Maybe we'd go me, Susan, and Meredith, and just have a girls' night up in there. Could be fun. Um. Yeah, you know, I'm really glad <laughs> that that guy's season is going well and he, he traded for Buster Posey. Posey's probably got 10-5 rules. Did the game acknowledge that? Um, Here's I, the I thing. Here's the thing. I love Gary from Maryland that he called in yeah. and he's engaging with the show. But kindly never call in and tell me about the trades you made in your in your video game. <laughs> yeah. um, if, if like Jake, if we were in college together sitting on the same couch and you yeah. were actively making the trades and you yeah. nudged me and we're like, Hey, I just traded Gary for Buster Posey. I think I'd be like, dude, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, those are that's kind totally of like a, fair. you only situation. Yeah. 
I think uh, it's tough. I'm uh, trade for the good guys and win. That's the video game mantra. It's a good mantra. All right, next one. John Boy, Jake. It's twelve twenty-five in the morning on Thursday. I miss baseball. The question: Do you think? Obviously, he did bad guy stuff, but if Herman was on the roster during the playoffs, do you think things against Houston would have gotten differently? I think in game two, it wouldn't have been happened. Probably would have been him and extras. I don't know. Wondering your thoughts on this baseball. Peace. Yeah, man. I mean, it was, uh, it was Cashman's kind of biggest point when he did his end of year press conference was we thought we were going into the playoffs with a healthy Batances and Domingo Herman. And after the trade deadline, we couldn't do anything else. And we lost Batances and we lost Herman. And Batances would have strengthened the bullpen, which got overused. Herman would have been the bulk guy or, or, or maybe started somewhere. It, it seemed like they were going to use him as a bulk guy for sure. Um, yeah. The offense still needs to like do more and and all that, but I mean, obviously it changes it. I, I mean, it's not yeah. a guaranteed win, but it's it's a the odds of winning are higher for sure. Yeah, it's uh, you, you just it, it pushes everything back. It's uh, whether you're talking about a good bullpen or a good lineup. Um, yeah, who knows? Domingo follows Paxton instead of Chad or however that game went down, um, and you you just don't know. Can you save a bullpen? guy one day and then he rests and they haven't seen him you know uh you could play that game all day but um unfortunately i mean it's it's straight bad guy stuff so you can't even like Dellen, it's like oh you know maybe he stayed healthy it's like no that you you screwed yourself so don't 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 play that game yeah and the BBD, what BBD labeled this next one, and the person who it's from has me a little scared, but here we go. Uh, look out. What up, boys? It's Boobox. And I got both little Boobox in the back seat here on our morning commute. Uh, not really a question, uh, more of a statement. Uh, I don't maybe maybe there's a question, just questioning other Talking Ace listeners, but uh, something... Within the last, I mean, since you guys have moved into New York, something that I've noticed, every podcast uh, of yours that I listen to, especially when I'm on the road, uh, and you hear a siren, I'm always looking in my rearview mirror going, where's the at? Where's the, wh- where's the siren coming from? And then it, then it dawns on me that, oh, it's, it's on the podcast. So it is what it is. Maybe I'm an idiot. I am an idiot. Love you guys. What's anything? You say go. Yell it. Say go Yanks! Yeah. a girl. Love you guys. Peace. You know what? There are a lot. Of, I mean, there's a lot of sirens in New York right now. It's impossible. I hear them every time we're doing it from you. I'm sure you hear some from me every now and then. And I always thought it should be absolutely illegal to play a song on the radio that has sirens in it. When you're driving and like a rap song comes on that has a siren, a blurp blurp in the background, 
heart drops instantly when I was younger and would be driving. And I was like, that shouldn't be allowed. That should be illegal. So I didn't realize that we were doing that to people, but I guarantee we were. And I feel bad. I feel bad about it. Nothing we can do though. You know? Yeah. I think we, I think we did this a little bit back. Uh, I think we'd done the sirens and then wasn't there a commercial that had the like iPhone alarm noise or something like that. And we were like, no, like you can't, that's not how this works. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. But good to hear from the little boo box. Thanks boo box. Hey, John Boy and Jake. This is uh, Robin from Vancouver. Vancouver. I put a a bet on the Yankees to win the World Series um, this season. Not with Vegas, just with a friend. Three to one odds. So if they win, I get 1,500. I don't know what's going to happen. If the season doesn't happen or if it's abbreviated season, do you guys know how Vegas is going to handle those kind of bets? Just curious. See you guys later. Peace. Do you know, Jake? I mean, you're more... I, I, you're not like I can wet. call. I can give them a call. I would guess they just. Were, I don't know how a Vegas works. I don't. I mean, I. I don't. Hey, Vegas. They, um, no, don't you have a bet? You have a bet. They're normally good. I had last year's. Oh, you had, had last year. Year. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I'm assuming right now those are up in the air. And again, like Jimmy and I have talked about on talking baseball a lot. If if there is a season, what does it look like? Do they do an exhibition season? Do they do a round robin? Do they mix up the leagues? Uh, yeah, I think Vegas is probably waiting to figure that out. Um. I think there's like pretty good rules around gambling that like if they cancel the season, Vegas can't just be like loser. <laughs> um, so I'm assuming they would be refunded or at least be able to put on another bet or something. But uh, yeah, that's uh that's tough. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can lose it. So that's good. But him and his friends, that's interesting. Cause what if they do do like an exhibition season that doesn't really count? And the Yankees win it. If I was the friend, I'd be like, that doesn't count, dude. I'm not paying you. Don't bet with Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Don't bet with me. Don't bet with Jimmy. He doesn't want to even. Yeah. Next up, James Esposito, who's in the chat. Hey, guys. James. Uh, you know, with all this coronavirus stuff going on and the New York quarantine being extended another two weeks, I just thought I'd come on here and give everybody a uh, some good news, and just remember that Garrett Cole is, in fact, a Yankee. So just remember that. Have a nice day. That is good news. You remember, you got, like, Garrett Cole not only is a Yankee, he's gotten, like, double-digit standing ovations already, which is hilarious. Hasn't been hit. Hasn't been hit yet. Yeah, he, actually, he got knocked around once in one of those games, remember? The wind was blowing out, Lakeland. Uh, spring training, dude. Yeah, everyone's um, like, he sucks. Talking regular season. Not going to lie. I'm actually worried about this. <laughs> Those are some <laughs> tweets. Um, yeah, Cole's the Yankee. That's great news. He lives a mansion in Connecticut. He's settled in. He's gonna. His kids are going to go to probably, what's one of those prep schools in Connecticut? Gunnery? That's too far north. Too far north. Uh, I don't know. They're Fairfield Immaculate? prep. I'm sure they're. Greenwich Prep. That's I think that's too north too, and I don't think that's like a special school. There's there's stuff in Greenwich. They'll be okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, positive spin zone. Uh, Garrett Cole, you know, only throws half of his innings this year. He's fresher for the duration of his contract. Boom. 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 
Yankee fans uh, did get, we did get a little fast and loose with the standing O's for Garrett though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Excited. Everyone was excited. They didn't know. They did not know a pandemic was coming. Maybe they did. Ooh. Talking Yanks. Love you boys. Love the show. Appreciate it. Thinking about you in New York. Wanted to call in because I heard the caller uh, talking about moving to Boston as a Yankees fan. I went to high school in Seattle and college in Boston. I went to Northeastern. I just wanted to let him know I got way more shit for being a Yankees fan living in Seattle than I ever did in Boston. They got a real Napoleon complex thing. They never really won anything. They're so angry about it, especially since 04 or 07, whatever that was. The Red Sox fans, they've mellowed out. So don't worry about it too much. Just want to tell you I'm thinking about you. Go Yankees. Miss baseball. Take care. I, I think I would 100% agree. I think I got more shit for being a Yankees fan in California than I would in Boston because it's still the Northeast. So you like it, you you understand that people are going to be fans in your city. Like when I lived in California, people people have weird reactions. They're like, "Why?" It's like weird, like weird reactions. Like, oh, really? I'm like, "Well, I was from the East Coast." They're like, "Oh, I guess that's okay." Like Jesus Christ! Right. Yeah, weird, weird, weird Cali pride, and I mean, you're even the reactions you just gave. I mean, you were in California from what ages sixteen, fifteen to fifteen 20? to fifteen to fifteen to nineteen and twenty four to twenty eight. The reactions you just gave me were kind of in that age slot. Um, and there's there's a weird Cali pride out there. I mean, we've seen that from a number of the Cali guys. But yeah, a um, lot of people yeah. in California. When you move to California, they're like, "Don't you just love it here?" It's like, Jesus, right. don't be gross. Thank thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, people people are my people. People are good, um, unless you put yourself in a situation where there's a lot of drinking or a lot of assholes. That's pretty much it. Hey, John Boy Jake, Bill from Austin. Uh, first thing first is Bubak, where are you? Uh, we had two guys call in from Nebraska two weeks in a row. One of them said he was your brother. Just want to make sure you're okay. Uh, my question is, I live in Texas now, and they sell a lot of beer with Astros logos on them, and I refuse to buy them. Uh, when I lived up in Connecticut, I did the same thing with anything labeled with Red Sox stuff. So I was wondering if you guys have the same kind of superstitions. I don't think John Boy does, but Jake might. So, all right. Talk to you guys later. Go Yanks. I, I think I do. I, I think I – I think there is a part of me that just wouldn't buy it. Like, I don't like the color red, and I think that stems from Yankees and Red Sox. And also, my face is so red already that if I wore a red shirt, that's a nightmare. I, I think you and I are both suckers for good packaging. If if we walked into uh, a, a shop that sells beer and there is a beer with a funky label on it, you and I would look at each other and go like, okay. Um, Dude, there's these, there's these drinks at the bodega that I love the design of the can. I have no interest. It's called recess. I have no interest in what it actually mm-hmm. is. But every time I see the can, I'm like, that looks like, I'm like I should buy this for Katie. She like it. Yeah. Um, and I'm a, I'm a weird drinks guy. So, and, and I kind of support marketing because that's, that's what my degree's in. And I'm a, I'm kind of a pay it forward guy for the, the stuff I'm into. Like I watch ads on YouTube cause we put stuff on YouTube. 
Um, so yeah, if I if I'm looking at a selection of beer, and one of them were to have a Red Sox or Houston logo, I'm I'm gonna choose something else. <laughs> yeah, it sounds kind of like it's kind of sounds childish and petty, especially to a non-sports fan. But yeah, I think I'd naturally just choose something else. Yeah, I mean, think of. I mean, you would, any of your buddies that like, you know, you guys oppose teams on, if you had a, if you have a Red Sox fan that was drinking a Yankees beer, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna call them out. Look at these recessed cans. I'm gonna show them to you right now. Look at these photographs. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't have the screen. No, I okay. have it, but I just showed you my grandma for a quick second. That's nice. Oh yeah, I've seen those. What are those? I don't know. It's like some kind of flavored water. They look like Easter eggs in the cans. So I, I always like that's BBD? cool Are those seltzers or some shit? Yeah, it's probably a millennial seltzer LaCroix I'm type shit. I'm not familiar shit. with this product, but I mean, it, it looks like something targeted kind of my way. <laughs> they look good. I think, those, nice. I think those are in my bodega as well. Yeah. Dude, okay. my bodega. Let me tell you a little secret about New York. And it's not a secret at all. Like the bodega is technically called Jacob's Gourmet, right? Okay. Now, when Katie and I are ordering on Grubhub, and and our bodega is now on Seamless and Grubhub and all that. Huge. So when we're when we're ordering from Seamless, and there's not a lot of options right now, it's like very limited compared to what it used to be. I Katie and I were going to get like a sandwich place, and I was like, "Hey, we need to Google like." Because this could be a Jacob's Gourmet situation where like right. we're ordering from a shitty bodega that's that's we just don't know because we see only the landing page on the website. So now I'm when I order from Seamless, like Google the brick and mortar and like make sure Google, Google Maps, like what is this place we're ordering from? Double check your work, kids. Yeah. Because I, I thought the place next to me was just called Deli. And then... The guy was wearing a name tag that said Jacob's Gourmet. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Come on. Come on. I guarantee no one named Jacob has ever been associated with that place. Yeah, don't think I've double-checked my work either, ever, so. Hey, John Boy and Jake. This is Jordan from Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Now, that's not Louisville or Louisville. That's Louisville. Louisville. Put it on the map there. Put it on the map. I was just calling to say that. Amidst this whole coronavirus thing, we could not forget what the Astros did. Uh, uh, and I'm not mad about it. I'm not I'm not still pissed. It is what it is. But I was just trying to think of some hilarious punishments that, that they should be put through. Like, I thought it would be super funny if they had to, like, wear their World Series ring from 2017 on the outside of their batting gloves when they hit. Or if they had to maintain 70-style sideburns for a whole season, or if they had to scarf a Big Mac between the fifth and the sixth innings uh, uh, on a nice hot summer day. I don't know. I was just thinking of, of goofy stuff that made me laugh. Anyway, thanks, guys. Have fun. I always I think they should all have to hold two sticks of butter while watching games unwrapped. Yeah. Thank, thanks for calling in, Mr. Manfred. Um, those were uh... – those were pretty similar to the punishments he gave out. Um, Just eat, yeah, have fun, live life. I I don't know. It's uh, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be weird, man. Uh, even if best situation, we do get some sort of baseball. There's no fans, so the Astros have dodged that. They've 
they've delayed it. Um, it's uh, uh it, but again, as Rob Manfred stated, they're gonna have to live with that ring. So yeah, punishment enough. Um, Such hell. Maybe they opted to delete their twitters. Could be cool. Could be all right. Doesn't feel like good growth for the game. No, Manfred was adamant that them getting backlash online is a big part of the punishment. So they have to Yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. So it, we're true. back to holding two unwrapped sticks back, of butter. We're back to sticks of butter. Just sitting there um, like this. Butter melting down their wrists, down their forearms in that Houston. God. Yeah, if it's in if it's in the heat, that gets fun pretty quick. Like Napkins. they have to start you have to start the game with two sticks of butter in your hands. Yeah. Uh, every single I like thing. That. Yeah. And there's no napkins. Oh, none. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Danny. And I have a potential problem for the Yankees that will happen in two hundred years. So let me break it down, please. All right, here's the deal. Uh, on the Yankees tournament they had on their Instagram, they had, like, the best moments, and a lot of the old moments that are great weren't voted as high. What do you think that is? New fans just not respecting the legacy. For example, Gehrig's game streak, which is impossible to do in that day uh, and even impossible to do today. I mean, nobody gets 162 games a season, was ranked like an eight seed, while Boone's home run was a one seed. Boone's home run is great, but, I mean, let's compare the two or even, you know, Ruth's 60 home runs was voted against. I mean, that's just crazy to me. What do you guys think? Um, well, Ruth's 60 home runs, you have a, a good point there. Ruth's streak, I mean, I did a whole video on it. You deep dive it, it's really not Gary. that. It's pretty, it's more petty than impressive. They would, they would start him in the field. The first batter would strike out or hit a single on the opposing team, and then they'd take him They'd do a defensive substitute, and then he'd sit the rest of the game, and that kept the streak in touch. And they did that like a handful of times. Or he would get one at-bat in the top of the first inning, get an at-bat, and then never see the field. Like this, When you dive into the streak, and this is what a streak is. One single day off ruins the streak, and he has like 20 completely manipulated days. So the streak for me is kind of like... It's pretty ruined already. Yeah, but I mean, think about what you're talking about. You're talking about 20 days over the lifetime of, was it, 2000? But everyone played. Anyone could have done Garrick Streak if they demanded to. No. I I think that's kind of part of it. uh, I don't know. A lot of guys used to play like 162 games. Like playing 162. A lot of guys. Well, maybe that's even a a better example. And I, I guess it, it feeds your argument and my argument at the same time, but it, it didn't happen. Um, no, cause it, no it one else, ca- no one else forced and, their manager to and, do and it, that shit. It never will happen again. And yeah, the Gary thing. I mean, there's, um, now, I, Ripken's I was watching is much more impressive watching, watching. some. well, yeah, beat him. Um, watching some Smithsonian <laughs> stuff and yeah, he, he was, pretty self-conscious guy. So it adds up, but I mean, it's still, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if we'll see a player touch a thousand in our lifetime. So. Yeah. Um, that was kind of a bummer for me when I looked into that and I was like, Oh my God, they were, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of sad that they cared so much or he cared so much. 
to manipulate it so crazily. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're on social media, dude. So like, of course, younger things are and flashy things are going to be higher than. Um, Not a super official though. And also, I mean, Boone's home run is a single moment that you can tie. I was here. I was there. I remember that and all this to it where like Maris's 60 home runs was the course of an entire season and no, no playoff. It was just regular season. So there are, there are ways you can value things differently, but it's mostly just because people are younger. Consider myself the luckiest man in the face of the world. I'm the face of this earth, right? Face of the, well, I'm the face of this world. He's the face of the earth. Okay. All right. Not going to limit myself. What's up, boys? Jordan from Boston again. Uh, left my voicemail about an hour ago, then listened to the Twitter questions pod, and my question was already asked. So, new question. If you could choose a time to grow up a Yankee fan, let's say in your teenage years, what generation are you doing? Are you going the Ruth years, the Mantle years, the Joe D years, the 90s years? I'm definitely going the 50s, 60s with Mantle and Barra. They never lost. That would be amazing, especially with the three uh, teams in New York. That's my pick. What do you guys got? Thanks. Go Yankees. Okay. I, this is a very quick answer, obviously. So I, I reserve the right to change my mind as always. I think, and there's a lot of people that listen that probably have this being a teenager under 20 in that 96 stretch. So say in 2000, you're 20 years old. So you were 16 in 96. Does that make sense? And then, and then you go to college and the Yankees kind of get weird um, from two, go to college for the Oh one and the Oh three losses where like, you're so drunk and partying that you're like, whatever we already had, like I already had so many when I was in high school and I'm in college now and I'm, this is, I'm not giving my effort to being a fan. And then you become an adult and then you have the Oh nine right there. I think that's my dream. That would be my, my goal right there. I was too young for the nineties. I wish I was a little bit older to really like the Oh nine one. I was in college and I really relished that season. And, and like, I like cognitively was in every game. I was too young for the nineties one. So I think that's my very you, early answer. Yeah. You'd, you'd probably, you know, you'd want the 2000 season to end when you're 17, maybe something like that. Maybe 18 is um, your senior year of high school or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I was young for the grade, so it all plays. Um, I mean, do I actually have to live in the time period? Um, like, That's why I don't want to go shit? back to the 50s and 30s. I don't want to live then. Yeah, I mean, if we're doing, like, live in that time period, because, yeah, I mean, from 27, let's see. I mean, from 27 to 62. All right, Jake, you opened it up a little too much. Uh, yeah, Yanks have a good franchise. My dad's not a bad age. He was He was a teenager during... 76, 77, 78. And then the eighties and nineties, he was busy going to college, starting his life, building, getting his family gathered. And then when he had his kids and and a job and was working in New York city, the late nineties come and he gets to be part of that. So that's kind of a nice timeline too. It's not bad. And end of the thirties, you get four straight. Um, Yeah, but it's like, 49 through 53, you won five in a row. Ah. You got to make sure you're an age where you actually understand that. 
like how crazy rare that it wasn't that rare. There's only like 10 teams back then. They all played. Well, right now. Make me young. Make me young. Make me young. I'm calling again from Greenville, North Carolina. I've been listening since 2018. Big fan of the pod. Um, I think you're just wondering what y'all would think the Final Four and Championship game would look like if the Yankees had a March Madness-style fighting tournament. I see Brett Gardner beating all the big boys, honestly. It just seems like that's strategy to can take out anybody. All right, love to hear back to you. Love the show. Um. Okay, so fighting tournament, March Madness style, Judge and Stanton in the finals, and I, I don't care about the rest. Yeah, Noodle it out a couple really gnarly howls right then, so I kind of got lost in the voicemail. It's a March um, Madness style fighting bracket of the Yankees, right, BBD? Basically, yeah, who wins? You're playing a bunch of one-on-one fights and yeah so it's, it's, it's judge wins and he beats stanton in the finals i don't even think judge stanton chappy chappy we've seen those boxing vids um What's and that? yeah Maybe? i think everyone's thinking what like sessa sessa chad would be a great matchup chad yeah you gotta i mean march madness you have to have one cinderella bracket so that's where someone leaks out you make brett you make Guardy like a uh, – what are the two seeds that play each other that are, like, really close to each other? Why am I blanking on this? No March Eight, Madness. nine? Eight, nine. You make uh, Clint and nine and Brett and eight, and Brett's so upset about that and just absolutely destroys Clint. Like, Ooh. absolutely slaughters him. It's tough. Um, God, how about a picture? It's angry, Maybe someone... too. You don't, you uh, don't watch it. Voight. Voider's got a pretty good argument. Yeah. Voight might take out Stan in his bracket. I've got those two in the same bracket. I I could see Stan getting upset somewhere. Um, Judge wins easy, though. Okay. Someone would have to, to like, know jujitsu to take him out. How, How about a nice Gumby sneaking in the fourth? He's sneaky tall, and it's this, like, Gumby is consistently trying to just land the one punch. No, 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 no. See, that's what the other people are doing, and they're having all these, like, tragic events happen to them. Like, they go for a giant swing on Gumby. They're like, this is going to be an easy one. Big tree fall hard. And then they, like, pull a muscle in their back, and then Gumby, they, like, fall over. I see Gumby doing, like, like, uh, I see him very much like our friend Chism. Just like never landing a single punch, but throwing the biggest punches. Big swings. Big swings. Maybe Hap, you know, tough guy. Hap wins one round, is happy that he got a win under his belt, and then kind of like lays up and just takes his loss. But he got the one when he's happy. It's like, I don't want to get Hap's the guy in the movie that like the fight scene happens, and you're like, wait, did, did he do anything? And then, like, one guy's upper half just slides off his body that he's been chopped in half, and you're yeah. like, whoa. Hap. Hap's a killer. Okay, cool. That was the last voicemail we have, so Judge wins. That's obvious. Void would give him some. 
Judge is huge. Big boy. He's he's void size, but bigger. He's got a little, little more football in him than Judgey. Judge played football. Yeah. But Voight's got more football personality. Like like a pretty boy. All right, we're going to throw it to uh, the entire Red Sox discussion, and then you will hear, uh, basically, we're going we're gonna to throw it to Talking Baseball. This was our uh, half-hour discussion all about the Red Sox, the punishment that they received, and uh, all of our thoughts about it. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. As always, we appreciate it. Hanging with us through this pandemic and weird times of no baseball means a lot. We love you. Red Sox punishment in three. And the episode will just end with the end of this. We won't. You won't hear us ever again until next episode. Three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome to Talking Baseball. Mickey and the Duke. We have a ruling. We have a punishment. We have a statement on the Red Sox cheating investigation. Wild conclusion. Pretty boring. Except one piece that's very exciting. But first, Trev, Jake, how are you guys doing? We're rocking and rolling today. It's a big time punishment for the Red Sox. It's huge. It's huge. It's game changer. Jake? Look good, feel good. Got my draft day visor on. Um, uh, I'll peel back behind the scenes a little. You muted yourself. Just as you're about to peel back behind the scenes, we can't hear you anymore. What about now? Now you're good. I think that was a good good call by you just to get everyone even more juiced up for your peel. Yeah, that's that's how you bait them in. No, we, we just did an interview for Monday that we're very, very excited about. <laughs> a little different, a little off speed, if you will. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Huge NFL draft fan. I think I... I already said that, but I'm 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 geared up, man. Geared up. Okay. Geared well, up. Geared Trev, up. We got big news that broke yesterday. The Red Sox punishment. MLB handed it down the day before draft day, which at first I was like, eh, MLB's too dumb to plan that, but they definitely planned it. And we're like, yeah, we'll just put it there and then get on with it. I'm trying to get the Rosenthal tweet up so I can read it for anyone that's listening that isn't fully aware of what the punishments were because there is a really hilarious aspect to this. Okay, so here it is. They lose their second round pick in the 2020 draft and the replay operator JT Watkins is banned from baseball for all of the 2020 and He's banned from all of baseball in 2020, and he's banned from being the replay operator in 2021, but he can still be part of the team in 2021. He just can't do the same job he was doing before. He just can do a different job. So they can just make up like a bullshit title, like quality control coach, and he can do the same thing, but have a different title. And they said Alex Cora is banned for all of this season and the 2020 playoffs, but... That is for his participation with the Astros and has nothing to do with the Red Sox. So in conclusion, 
they lose a 2020 pick and they ruined a guy's life when they didn't have to ruin his life. And that's it. I, yeah, um, you know, his I'm public all, life. I'm all over the place on this because one, I don't think they really did anything to deserve a punishment. Like right. I get that they were warned once with the Apple watch scandal. I don't even know what to call it. So like MLB, I guess, had to lay down some form of punishment. But I will tell you this right now. You're going to use video to decode sequences from second base. That Everyone is just, does it. Yeah, Everyone does it, and it's not illegal to do it. Now, they're saying, yeah, it was during the games, and he was doing it and giving it to players, blah, 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 blah. But if I wanted to go on my own, and, and use the video that's on my iPad and look at the catcher signs from second base, you could do it. And everybody yeah. does it. Yes. So, so it's just a weird thing for me. And we're talking about JT Watkins here, who was a former player. Okay. He's got a job. He does his job. I'm telling you this, the guy didn't do anything that he wasn't told to do or didn't do anything like that was so egregious that he deserves to be banned for a year. He didn't do anything like that. Okay, it's just part of the game. You're in there. You're trying to help the team out. What I read was a lot of times he was just referencing the scouting report and say, this is what they're using at second base. Yeah, okay. So so the, the report, I'll dive into it. The report says, but first I want to pat ourselves on the back because when they said the Red Sox got in trouble for doing the same thing and using the replay room immediately, the three of us jumped on, did an impromptu episode where Trev and I, and we, we all said, every team does this. This is completely different than what the Astros does. This is nothing. And uh, basically, MLB confirmed that. Like this more exonerates the Red Sox than punishes them in any way. What absolutely. The, absolutely. What, what the statement said was that this dude, the replay operator, would build scouting reports like you're saying, Trev. And we said this way back in the day. Anyone with a laptop who has YouTube can study the sequences of a catcher at home on their couch, and you can build a report that you can go into the next game and do. So that's kind of what he did. But what they're saying he did wrong was, say they're in the fourth inning, and he's sitting in the replay room, and he's like, oh, shit, that scouting report isn't correct anymore. They switched. He would go tell them, guys, they switched. They're doing this now, and that's illegal because you're using it in-game. The report also says it was only effective when there was a runner on second base, and that's a huge game-changer from what the Astros did, where it was every single pitch, every single at-bat. So the report says there's a huge difference. There's My my initial response was like, MLB realized they were in the weeds here and that they opened this investigation, and now they did find wrongdoing, quote-unquote, but really kind of like decriminalized wrongdoing because every team does it forever. And they gave him like an easy punishment. I do not understand why they had to throw JT Watkins under the bus. If they didn't punish JT Watkins, there would be 0.000 people saying, how come that replay guy didn't get punished? (laughs) (laughs) Like there would be... No one. There was no need at all to throw that dude under the bus, but they did. So it's funny. Yeah, Not for him. L- let's let's get a couple things out of the way. Uh, let's not even bring up the Astros anymore. 
Because, I mean, uh, like we said, this isn't in the same realm. This the, These are in different worlds. Um, I will say, I mean, I do think the Red Sox did something wrong. You're, you're not supposed to do the live in-game. And they did it, especially after the commissioner specifically told them and a couple other teams do not do this. So they had to get punished, and they got punished. And part of it, which I thought was interesting from Rob Manfred slash also partially laughable, was they said that this year's draft pick was they only did the second round pick because they factored in that it may only be a five round draft. So that was supposed to be in theory more than just a second round pick. But again, that's starting just to get into the weirds of this year. And yeah, I, I don't know. I, I understand what you guys are saying that it, it happens around the league, but no other team has been punished or caught for it which leads me into my final thing about JT Watkins or whoever got through under the bus here is that we now do live in this comical world where the team I just said, I won't bring up again. Um, think about these, the questionnaires that went out in these interviews. It was, it's, it's what can we find out? And what they found out was that JT Watkins was telling the guys that the sequence changed. So JT Watkins got his harshest penalty, and I'm sure the players had no involvement. It's such a ridiculous thing. It's such a ridiculous thing because, look, these guys, they work their ass off. The replay guys, they're putting together all the video for you. They're in these little dungeons. There's no light coming in. It's bad for their health probably, and they're sitting there on a computer all day long, and all they want to do is help. It's all they want to do. They want to make you a better baseball player and in turn help team. That's what this guy was doing. It's ridiculous. And I would be remiss if I if if the Red Sox aren't taking care of this guy on the side, they should be taking care of this guy on the side. Like this guy, his severance package better be big. If it's not big, they need to step up and and make sure that he's taken care of this year because he's taking the fall. I don't even like, think that the Red Sox were like, yeah, it was him. Like the Red Sox players or any, I think it was more commissioner was like, I need someone to punish. Give me a name. Like in band of brothers, when they're like, Hey, two people need to do this mission. I don't care who you two Like in band of brothers, it seems like three people from your company need to be reprimanded. And the Sergeant's like, what for? And he's like, three people need to be reprimanded. Give me three names. Exactly. I think that's how this went down. I don't think the, so do you the think reports, they were like, Hey JT, like, Kind yeah, of they were like, "Hey, here, we need so a we need a guy. Do. Here's what we're gonna do for you." I don't think that all the reports came in and they were like, "It was the replay guy that did it." <laughs> hey, that <laughs> vacation that you've been wanting to go on, it's all expenses paid, and we're gonna set you up in a suite and we're gonna fly you around the world for this this vacation you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, that's what they need to be doing with this guy because there's no doubt that they, like you're saying, it was just like we need a name. Give us this guy, and we'll call it a day. And they can we can dump this right before the draft. It'll be perfect. Yeah, I don't and think they like added on him. I think it was more they handed him over. Because yeah, yeah JT was probably like, "I'll take it. Just can you guys hook me up? I'll take the year off." Yeah, he can give my job back. He right? can come back next year with a different job. It's really no I hope punishment. that's the case. That's what if this it, guy that's what is it like says. getting blackballed from the game. I know, but if if he gets blackballed and like doesn't get to work in baseball again because of this, it's an absolute joke. Yeah, it would be and fucked he, up. He won't. Uh, he he he's the quote unquote fall guy for this. Which again, uh, that was my biggest thing when this news came out is that because they didn't add anything to Cora, is that we still don't have anyone to blame for the Houston thing. We got three guys that got one year suspensions. 
Um, I, I, and that was my one goal, Jim. You could dig, dig up the tapes. One of the listeners want to get sick during your quarantine? Dig up the tapes. That was my first thing I said when I wanted Astros punishment is give me the guy. Give me Lunau. Give me Hinch. Give me Cora. Who was running this? And here I am, uh, you know, 420 part three. So 423. Um, and I don't know who to blame for the Astros thing, which that, that, uh, I- well, you know who to blame everyone. There's a lot of people that got off scot-free. Well, the, yeah. you know, see, there's, there's, there's other people that you forgot about Carlos Beltran. He got also got in trouble for it. He lost a managerial job before he even managed a game, which is incredible. You're, you're also again, muted Jake. again. You're, you're doing it today. Just making the listeners really antsy. I think my, my microphone's starting to break over here. I might need a new one. Um, but uh, I, I'm just saying, think about all the statements that came out after and Hinch saying, you know, it was it was players run. And then that that thing from the Astros say it was all Cora. Like we just everyone that you're mentioning pointed a finger somewhere else and everyone got the same punishment, except those players have to live with that damn ring on their finger. Such hell. Um, so yeah, I, you're kind of getting I, upset now that you're, you're talking more and more about this Astros thing. And you're like, that's, that's my biggest thing. This Red Sox thing never really mattered. I, I think you, we, we all kind of agree on that, except, you know, there's a couple of runners in scoring position numbers that are interesting, but, uh, I I'm just mad that there's still, still no clarity from the Houston thing. I want to say, I want to like say this too. Someone should have been blackballed. I want to say this. They says that Alex Cora had no knowledge of this. That's BS. Okay, like, of course he knew this was going on, and he didn't care because it's not that big of a deal. But to say that he had no knowledge of it is just a flat-out lie. It's a flat lie. Dude, this whole thing reeks of Manfred being like, I fucked up the Astros thing. I opened up another investigation when I shouldn't have because I'm just going to fuck this one up. Let's just get rid of this immediately and just dumped it before the draft and gave no punishments and was like, I'm done with it. Because if he wanted to punish people, there would be a lot of things he could do. He doesn't want to. He just wants to get – the whole thing's fucked up. I mean, he messed up the Astros thing, and the Astros players and the Astros organization spit in his face. Like, he did them the biggest favor, and then they just made him look like a dummy. And he was like, well, shit, I was helping you guys out. Now you have me looking like an idiot. He's like, I'm not going to do this again. They pushed the Red Sox investigation for three months, hope people forget about it, and then slowly leak it before the thing. The whole that thing's been like, ineptitude. It seems like a decade ago that Carlos Correa got on MLB Network with Ken Rosenthal and told Cody Bellinger to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, like, do you remember that? We were so excited for this season because shit was going down, and then all of a sudden, 10 years later, here we are. Yeah. And it's nothing's going to happen. Not, not one damn thing to those guys. Nope. And it's funny that, like, why didn't the replay dude for Boston get banned and punished? You know, why? For Houston? For Houston, yeah. The commissioner knows about Codebreaker and the crew from Houston that was doing the same thing they're saying JT Watkins did, but they didn't get punished. So, like, any way you try to add all of this up, it doesn't. It's just the biggest no. complete mishmash dumbness. But whatever. The J- I do well, I I sorry, I'm apologize for laughing at his expense. 
But the fact that they just threw his name out there to the wolves is hilarious. Like that was my first instance. I just laughed. Like yeah, we caught dude. the guy. We got him. We got we got Bin Laden. We got the infamous Fogel. <laughs> I really, really think that he's probably like laughing. Like this is funny. Like my name is in the news. They just took care of me this year. I'm probably making triple what I was making doing replay, and I have the year off. I really hope that's the case. I hope he's not. He even doesn't like, deserve to like go through a year of misery and no pay. I hope he's not even the main video guy. I hope like every organization kind of has someone that's like just around. And I, I hope he was the around guy and they're like, they looked around and JT was like, yeah, absolutely. I really hope that's the case, man. He doesn't deserve Fox this. hero. JT Watkins won them the 2018 ring. I think we're all, do you know the, do you know the pressure that those guys are under? Like when a player comes in and is like, show me this or tell me what happened. Like they do it because it's like, they want to be help the team. That's their job. So, like, for him to just, like, get thrown on the bus is, like I said, it just, it has to be, it has to be that they're like, JT, we got to give him somebody. Take your year off, bud. Yeah, I don't believe that, like, the commissioner was investigating and, like, interviewing J.D. Martinez or or Benintendi, and and those players were like, well, it was J.T., (laughs) you know? Well, no, but it was was laid on to them. It was, did did J.T. Watkins give you information between innings? And they were like, yep. And they were yeah, like, yeah, did you, yeah, I can, I can, yeah. you use the information? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Oh, we can't prove it. That sounds, yeah, that sounds probably like how it went down. I mean, Those fuckers. Then don't let players in the fucking replay room anymore, dude. Like, they can't be allowed in. If that's what's going to go on, we're going to get replay people in trouble now. Don't let players back. It's a very, MLB Crazy. created this mess. They put they fucking put, iPads in the... Dugout for God's sake. They said. gave the replay live feeds of every camera angle. Several live, yeah, I'd say several live Several feeds, live yeah. feeds of all different camera angles and didn't think teams would use them to their advantage and then found out teams were using them to their advantage, didn't do a thing about it for two full seasons. Then it finally gets public. Now they're forced to do something about it they, and it's their doing. <laughs> it's so stupid. Just take it away. Why do the why does it have to be anywhere near the clubhouse? The replay rooms can go up in the press conference section by the TV stations. The cords can be a lot shorter and they can just chill in there. And then players can't go up and down. They just call the bullpen phone and be like, yo, challenge that one. Like there's so many ways to avoid all of this and MLB honestly, just was dumb. Honestly, it it might benefit players to have it away because when you have a replay room and video so available to you, like you're going to find yourself going in after every at bat and looking at pitches. And I don't think it's good for you. Like some guys are like, yeah, like I like it because I get to see where that pitch was and what did it look like. But like you're going to find yourself leaving the dugout, leaving the game. Now you're not paying attention to the subtleties of the game. Like, and, and, and this has happened for me and a couple of different teams. Like managers have said, guys, let's stop going back Let's stay in the dugout for the game because everyone goes back and looks and looks at their videos. I think it might even be detrimental to some players' nights, or it could hurt a team that night because so many guys are going to go look at this shit. They need just. I think it'd be better for them to just no players allowed. Don't look at the video. Wait till after the freaking game to go see that. Like stay in stay in the game. Get your head in the game. I mean, I might sound like an old like old man yelling at clouds now with this, but like, I really, I mean, I've had coaches 
have meetings about that saying like, we need to stop going back and looking at every single at bat. Cause I used to do that every single damn at bat. Cause why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's all there for you. I mean, there can be good from it, but Trev, how many replay guys for teams? There's 29 other teams out there. Like when they saw that JT Watkins got in trouble, like how many other re cause that's I'd made that joke in my video. How many other replay guys were like, Oh shit. I do that. That's, <laughs> it's definitely part of this as well. Maybe that's a reason they were like, hey, we got to get the replay guy because, yeah, yeah like I said, they're just, they set a precedent. These guys want to help the team. And if a player comes back and says, hey, like, did they change their sequence up? Because that that uh, scouting report said it was uh, first sign after the two. And then I went and I was on second base and it and didn't look like that. Like, what is it? Like, they're going to want to help the guys. So, you know, don't put them in that position. And now I think these guys have they can say like, look, dude, obviously I can't give that information to you, but here, but, but here's the fucking computer. Go ahead and look at the video from last inning. You know, it's, you can still get it if you want Just do it yourself. Yeah. You can sit at home and do it. That's what we said. So I have something kind of wonky that I do. I probably do once every three months, but close your eyes. We're having a wonky show. We're having a wonky day so far. It's the post-quarantine world, you know, you can go outside, you can interact with people. It's a relative's birthday. It's an older relative. Maybe you're lucky enough to have a grandparent. You're, you know, it's an older aunt or uncle. It's their 80th birthday. Picture that person. Now open your eyes and know that the second, the second most powerful person in baseball, Joe Torre, is 80 years old. And he's probably, as Jimmy said, the MLB got themselves into this mess. I mean, they just don't have their eyes open to a lot of this stuff. And uh, I'm sorry, like, I love Joe Torre, like, uh, one of the more respected people in my life. But if he's making votes on, like, all the stuff we just talked about, oh, yeah, where should, why should we have a replay room? Where should we have it? Oh, the kids are using iPads to hit? Like, I just think that's how you end up in these situations. And it's, um, I, I mean, the, the leadership regime right now in baseball, I mean, just needs a look in the mirror. It's not a good look right now. Do you it's think Joe Torre actually makes decisions? I think he's the second most powerful man in baseball. Do you really? Yes. Trev, do you think Joe Torre actually makes decisions? I mean, he makes decisions. I don't know about the second most powerful man in baseball. I would say that's probably like Jerry Reinsdorf or another one of the owners. Yeah, like whoever like the head head owner is, which I think might be Reinsdorf. I don't know. I think, but you know, Joe. I think Joe Torre passes along opinions, and the owners are like, "Cool, man, keep being a figurehead and sell your Bigelow tea." Like, I don't think Joe Torre has any say in anything. Is Rob Manfred the most powerful man in baseball? I don't think so. No. All the owners. He stumbled into a fun convo. All the answers to the owners. Yeah. All the owners aren't one person. Give me. Give me. That's what I'm saying. I think there's like a. I think there's like a head owner who. All the all the owners are in charge. Like some owners are in charge of like the investing MLB investment part. Some are in charge of the media. Like each owner, there's like a handful of owners that have titles of the business of MLB. So I don't know who those guys are. I know who a couple of them are, but I don't think I'm allowed to share. Um, but it's those, that group, the group that are in charge of areas of MLB. 
That's yeah, right. I, I don't know. I mean, power. this whole Rob thing Manfred just is just a puppet for the owners. I mean, he doesn't really have any power. Just a yep. scapegoat and all that. But I think Tori. How much does he get paid? Is he like he's not like Goodell, like making forty million a year, right? Uh, I don't know. BBD. And look it up. Rob Manfred's salary. If he is, don't I mean, tell me he's like Goodell. Please don't tell me he's like Goodell. I mean, it's got to be a big number. Prior to leaving his post, Seelig was reportedly making twenty-two million a year. Um, Manfred's estimated salary is eleven. That's from an article, Chicago Tribune, February this year. I mean, it's got to be eleven million with a crazy amount of kickers with revenue and stuff like that, right? Yeah. It's too much. Whatever it is, yeah, it's too much. Too much. When, when's his contract up? I don't know. I'm just I asking think questions now. looked that up the other day. Or no, that was Tony Clark, right? Yeah, we looked yeah, up we Tony Clark. Tony. Well, do contracts get up for commissioners? Like, yeah. wasn't Bud Selig commissioner until he didn't want to be anymore? I don't Through think 2024. 2024? Oh, yeah. He was given a five-year extension. Uh, um whatever five years before that is that it just happened what good moves has rob friend has manfred made the wild extra, card was extra was, AOL, extra wild card that was him right they finally put up netting for every field i mean i, I don't know if that was yeah, him well they got back they they fucking they got backed into that one because so many leagues people got hurt. money yeah the yeah, league's making I money mean, that's all they yeah big tv After deal i don't he got the extension after yeah, 2018, good job. It was good for him. At that point, yeah. he knew about all the cheating, so he was probably like, "Yeah, lock me up, lock me up, baby." Shit's about to go down sooner or later, so just lock me up, and then I'll be. Hopefully, that people don't find out about this. I mean, he had all of the fucking reports on his desk. He knew they were cheating. What's weird is he's just the commissioner of Major League Baseball. I am the commissioner of all baseball, and Global? I don't even make that much. Yeah, so. when are we getting Commissioner Ploof shirts? People were asking for him. We really need them. I think that uh, there's a few things I need to take care of before we before we get that. I'm a man of the people. I need to get the work done before I sit and take my treasures. I don't That's need a true. shirt right now. I have That's work true. to do. Hey, well, hey, things are going to start falling on your head, Trev. You better be prepared. Yeah. I'm ready for it. I'll answer questions truthfully. You're just a puppet for the owners of global baseball. Nobody owns me. That's the best part of it. I, I am empowered over all leagues. Mexican league, I got power. What Venezuelan about, winter league, I got power. What about the Russian league? Only one I haven't, I haven't been able to infiltrate that yet. Yeah, yeah. It's tough, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about ESPN asking to broadcast this Taiwanese baseball league for free? KBO, we talked about that. Oh, it was on, a KBO, it was a KBO. We talked about that on uh, John Boy Jake Radio. And you know, I stepped in real quick and it's like, uh, excuse me, absolutely <laughs> not ESPN. I mean... I hope that's not true. Like, I, I cannot believe ESPN. That's one hundred percent true. Yeah, <laughs> it just, I, it's just so bad. Like, I know I believe it's true. I just don't want to. Like, it's fucking so stupid and such a bad look by ESPN. It's good ESPN the, is on its last foot. Yeah, like, it's true. The only thing they have going for them is like they're owned by Disney or whoever the fuck owns them. Yeah, yeah. Stadiums coming for them too. All right, now close your eyes and picture a 90-year-old man. Okay, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the exercise. 
Just all, I did all it. Ages. <laughs> yeah. Done. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. Nice, quick little Friday episode on the, the Red Sox news. Um, it's all a joke. Everything's kind of been a joke regarding these two investigations. Just ridiculous. Yes. So can't wait till more comes BBD, out. BBD, closing on. thoughts. Just glad we got Watkins, that bastard. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, David. I miss the Carlos Correa WWE promo. I'm. <sighs> Should have done. Do, do you think this encourages cheating going forward? <laughs> yeah. What's gonna happen? What do you want to do? You want to do? Does this encourage cheating going forward? App still going? Kind, kind of, kind of juicy. I know Commissioner Plouffe's got something. I just think the teams are gonna be like, wh- like what? Like we can't <laughs> use. Like we have, we have a million cameras. We're gonna use it. Like. As long as we're not giving live signs and banging a trash can to give our hitters an advantage every single pitch, like these things that we're just going to continue to do. If they keep the replay room within walking distance of the dugout, yes, they have just encouraged the the cheating. Like 1,000%, they have just encouraged teams. Second round pick? Because once there's a precedent sent, once there's a precedent sent of the punishment, you know... Manfred in his report didn't say like any future, any future, if this happens again, the punishment will be 10. Did he even say that in the report? I don't, I don't think I saw it. So yeah, if, if they allow the replays to be within walking distance of the players, then yes, they, they just promoted this. And the only reason the Red Sox got that is because they had a prior offense. So yeah, if the Red Sox doesn't have have a prior prior offense, offense, yeah, none of this happens. Yeah. I don't know, man. Fucking a. I don't know. Would you? Would you? It's not even that big of an advantage. That's the thing, you guys. Like, you still got to get on second base. Then you got to relay these signs. And like I've told you guys before, not everyone wants that because people fuck it up all the time. But the way the Astros did is a huge advantage. That is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Cora drove it home to the players that this will work because he's been working in that field. Um, Is he a bad guy? Like, I mean, would you, be- would you get a one-year suspension for a ring? Because that's what Houston's done, and the answer is yes. And would you boost your chances to get a hit for the video guy to get suspended for a year? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Finish the outro.